Welcome to another episode of our Transaction Talk series here at Le Chiffre's Inside the Street, where we will be taking a monthly deep dive into an M&A transaction. Today, we'll be discussing the recently announced deal between Cedar Fair and Six Flags. Today is Monday, December 11th, and I'm your host, Mickey Finella. Looking at the involved parties, I'll start by giving some color to Cedar Fair and Six Flags so we can look at the cross-selling opportunities later on in the show. Cedar Fair operates amusement parks and resorts in the United States. You may be familiar with some of their parks, such as Cedar Point, Kings Island, and Canada Wonderland. Looking at Six Flags, which is a very comparable model, operates the Six Flags Great America chain of amusement parks in the United States and Canada. Both companies' main revenue models revolve around park admissions, restaurants, merchandise, and other attractions. So we can already see the logic of why a merger would make sense between these two companies. Six Flags actually made an offer to acquire Cedar Fair for $4 billion back in 2019. However, Cedar rejected the offer at the time, claiming it wasn't enough. SeaWorld also made an offer of just over $3 million, which would have made SeaWorld surpass Six Flags to become the fifth largest theme park operator in the world. Now, four years later, we see the merger of equals and the new entity being valued at around $4 billion. So looking at this transaction, there are some nuances around timing and rationale. The timing now, as explained by both CEOs when commenting on the transaction, has been a mix of both brands still recovering from the pandemic and attractive synergies and robust operating models, which we will get to in a little bit. Looking at the pandemic recovery, theme park attendance hasn't rebounded back to pre-pandemic highs. So by leveraging each brand's IP, such as Looney Tunes and DC Comics, coupled with a broadened geographic footprint, the new entity will be a diversified portfolio of assets to regain foot traffic. Not only will it help reach pre-pandemic attraction levels, but it will also help with a slowdown in leisure spending amidst a weak macro outlook. In addition to these compelling prospects, we can dive into the numbers a bit with up to $200 million in expected synergies, with $120 million being related to SG&A and other operational cost savings. A stronger cash flow profile will also allow the new company to continually reinvest into their parks for a better guest experience. The market took the announcement relatively well, with each stock getting a 6% bump on the news of the potential merger, a well-needed recovery after both were down around 10% for the year. Under the terms of the merger agreement, which has been unanimously approved by the board of directors for both companies, Cedar Fair shareholders will receive one share of common stock in the new combined entity for each unit owned, and Six Flags shareholders will receive about 0.6 shares of common stock in the new company for each share owned. After the expected close in 2024, Cedar shareholders will own the majority of the new entity. From my perspective, this was a strategic move by both parties and significantly increased shareholder value. 
Although I think a lot of the deal had to do with the timing and current conditions, the newly formed company should thrive upon an economic rebound or a soft landing, which it seems like it might be possible when looking at the consumer and inflation, but I don't want to speak too early on that just yet. Overall, these operating efficiencies and horizontal integration may be what the leisure sector needed from its two major players to recover depressed valuations. And I'm going to leave it here for time. I highly encourage you all to take a look at some of the reports we've put out on LinkedIn. You can also find them on our website, lechifrepartners.com. Stay engaged for next month's transaction talk, and thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and follow the company LinkedIn page to stay up to date with our latest market commentary. This material is published solely for informational purposes and may not be copied or recreated in any way. This podcast is not an offer to buy or sell any investment product and takes no liability for being incorrect about events that may occur within the markets. Remember that the financial markets are subject to change and past performance is not an indicator of future results. It is important to conduct your own research and carefully evaluate any financial decision prior to acting on it.